This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. We're taking a look at the dark side of technological advancements in our week titled Modern Dilemmas. We got it started yesterday with cell phones, and today we're moving to social media. On some level, I guess everyone has started to uncover the evils of social media by now. What was once meant to be a means of connecting humanity has become its means of division. Beyond that, we often find ourselves comparing our insides with other people's fabricated outsides. We take in other people's beautifully orchestrated profiles as fact, examples of everything that we're not. We're often comparing the deep complexity of our own existence with the shallow perfection of someone's online identity, and it's wreaking havoc on our well-being. Mitchell Moffat and Gregory Brown of ASAP Science reveal that 5-10% to of internet users are actually unable to control how much time they spend online. Though it's a psychological addiction as opposed to a substance addiction, brain scans of these people actually show a similar impairment of regions that those with drug dependence have. Specifically, there's a clear degradation of white matter in the regions that control emotional processing, attention, and decision-making. Because social media provides immediate rewards with very little effort required, our brain begins to rewire itself, making us desire these stimulations. We begin to crave more of this neurological excitement after each interaction. 5 to 10% of the population might seem small, but take into consideration we don't have to be completely addicted to experience the effects of addiction on some smaller level. Moffat and Brown continue by saying that we also see a shift when looking at multitasking. One might assume that those who use social media or constantly switching between work and websites are better at multitasking. But studies have found that when comparing heavy media users to others, they perform much worse during task-switching tests. Increased multitasking online reduces our brain's ability to filter out interferences and can even make it harder for our brain to commit information to memory. Like when our phone buzzes in the middle of productive work. Social media also triggers a release of dopamine, the feel-good chemical. Using MRI scans, scientists found that the reward center in people's brains are much more active when they're talking about their own views, as opposed to listening to others. It turns out that while 30 to 40% of face-to-face conversations involve communicating our own experiences, around 80% of social media communication is self-involved. Our bodies are physiologically rewarding us for talking about ourselves online. Every time we post, every time we scroll our own profile, every time we get a flattering message from a stranger, every time we share an opinion in the comments section, every time we like a post or watch a story and assume that someone else will see it, and of course, every time someone likes our posts or stories. 
Moffat and Brown go on to share the good news. It's not all so self-involved. In fact, studies on relationships have found that partners tend to like each other more if they meet for the first time online rather than with a face-to-face interaction. Whether it's because people are more anonymous or perhaps more clear about their future goals, there is a statistical increase in successful partnerships that started online. So while the internet has changed our verbal communication with increased physical separation, perhaps the ones that matter most end up even closer. Again, there's good and bad. It's imperative that we create boundaries surrounding our online engagement. We allot certain increments of time. We don't turn to it habitually throughout the day, anxiously or out of boredom. We use the tool for the good and distance ourselves as much as possible from the bad. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week modern dilemma. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.